You're listening to Racing HQ with Luke Marlow on Sky Sports Radio. Yeah, good morning, everyone. Welcome to the final couple of hours of the program this morning. I'll be in the chair with you uh, for the next little while, and it's great to have your company on this Wednesday. It is the 11th of January, 2023. We're about to talk Queensland racing. Of course, the big barrier draw was conducted yesterday for the two-year-old Magic Millions Classic, and really excited to see it all unfold over the weekend at the Gold Coast. Nathan Exelby is joining me to discuss all of that action and more. How are you this morning, Nathan? Yeah, terrific. Thanks, Luke. It's a, it's a wonderful week, that's for sure. Did you attend the barrier draw yesterday? No, I was doing track work in uh, Brisbane at Eagle Farm, just uh, tidying up on some of the final pieces of work done by all those horses stable at Eagle Farm. But uh, no, so I missed all the drama there at the beach. It's the first one I've missed in a long time. And on track work, anything uh, of note to report out of that? No, everyone sort of tends to say that things are things are going according to plan. Um, at this time of year, Tony Gollan's obviously got a, a really strong hand. Spoke with with him. You know, Skirt the law is an interesting one that he is very comfortable that he scratched her from the Gold Pearl last Saturday. Um, he felt it was just a run that she didn't need, and he could have done more harm than good. So he's, he's comfortable with where she's at. But uh, conversely, he's got both Spiritualized and Latakia backing up from their wins last Saturday at the Gold Coast going into the, the Magic Millions Guineas. And he's certainly expressing a reasonable amount of confidence around Spiritualized. He's got to run the 1,400 metres out. Um, but he thinks that he can do that, and uh, he's obviously in good shape again after the, the good win last week. He's a decent horse, spiritualised. Uh, he's, I know they, they spoke about just the key with him is so that he just breathes and is comfortable, but mm. it was handlebars down early in that race, and he yes. did at both ends. That's always the sign of a good animal. Yeah, against older horses as well, and I'm just not. He, he must have just choked down there at Eagle Farm because he's been effective at Eagle Farm previously. So it was a, um, yeah, completely out of character there. But I, th- I think the locals have got a, a strong hand, and certainly in the, the three-year-old Guineas this year, you've got you know you're looking at your races there, the Wyong race, and and then uh, the Gosford Guineas, which was a, a real blanket finish. Uh, I think you know our two horses here coming out of good wins against older horses, those being Yellow Brick and Spiritualized. I think both are drawn to advantage. I, I suspect Spiritualized will cross to, to lead. Um, he's got such good speed, and, and Yellow Brick can just be in the next pair. And oh, I loved what he did there uh, at Toowoomba, Yellow Brick. He's run the time. I think his form stacks up pretty well against the older horses. I know the ratings guys have got that race rated highly versus you know what his rivals here are doing. And then the market's certainly telling you that as well. He's um, he's just done nothing but firm since Toowoomba. I think he him to $11 after that night, and he's now around sort of $4, $4 favourite, which has been a pretty big go. Mm, absolutely. On the, the market there, it's a 420 yellow brick in the three-year-old guineas. Other horses of note, uh, Tijuana up the top there, 850 spiritualised at 9 Hell I Am also $9. And further down the page, Russian Conquest is at 5 uh, Good return from Russian Conquest at the Gold Coast. Uh, J-Mac book, that looks a a key booking on board the Snowden filly? Yeah, I think bigger key for her is what the weather does, and they've managed to dodge it pretty well so far. But there's just there's one to five mils 
possible for Friday and, and one to five possible for Saturday and looks like that's meant to sort of come in if it's going to come in sort of start from late Friday evening in the early hours of, of Saturday and obviously I think with Russian conquest they certainly don't want any any type of rain affected track she's proven conclusively she's she's much better on top of the ground as we saw here on this day last year so that's 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 one thing I've got the eye on on for her but uh, definitely um, she looks well set up at 1400 on a firm track if that happens to be the case with the top jockey book Mm, no question. Let's uh, talk about the two-year-old race now. And Empire of Japan is 4.40 favourite. He's just eased out from $4 than he, that he was all in. He's drawn barrier 11. He, uh, I thought, did enough first up. He's uh, a nice colt for Team Snowden. And they always leave something in the tank with their two-year-olds. We've seen it before. Um, even when they won the slipper with yeah. uh, the likes of Capitalist, uh, he had the short price defeat before he went on to win a slipper and Empire of Japan, despite tasting defeat, I'm certainly not giving up on him. I, I think he's there to peak on the day. Yeah, they get, they get it right, don't they? But I, I think Waterhouse bot combination does as well. And if, I'm just struggling to see why Empire of Japan is, is so much shorter than Platinum Jubilee. Um, obviously, they won their races on the same day. Empire of Japan slightly quicker overall time. Uh, Platinum Jubilee was just as spectacular, though, that day. And then she's led them up there um, on the 24th and just nutted right on the line. And, and she's drawn to advantage, whereas uh, you know, Empire of Japan is drawn to sort of possibly need a, a touch of luck. So she's the one I'm really keen on Platinum Jubilee. I, I just think she's so well set up here. We've seen her lead and give a kick and we've seen her come from near last and, and overhaul them. I just think where she's drawn, she's just got the right options. I would expect that there will be a couple that cross her, but she's just going to be in the box seat and um, you know, the $7 that's being bet about her, I just think that's a terrific gamble. Mm. Yeah, I take your point in regards to the the, uh, the value angle. Isn't it a different race though? I mean, that was a seven horse field the other day where they went a length and a half below the benchmark for the class, and now we're talking a high-pressure big field. She's going to have more to do if they elect to ride her forward, won't she? Yeah, sure, but I, I, would, I just think that they can let her land where she's comfortable. The other day that she was ridden out from a, a wide draw, just what she did there on the boo when she got so far back and then just was you know, blistering the way she, she reeled them in. I just I like that versatility and the fact that I feel as though she's just going to land in and land wherever she's comfortable, where there might be needing to be doing a bit of jockeying on on horses like Empire of Japan and even Sovereign Fund, who I thought was was so impressive uh, here at Doombin and the form around him at Wong's obviously stacked stacked up very strongly as well. Mm. At least we know what you're tipping. It's, it's lock lock it in. <laughs> Platinum Jubilee for you. What about other chances in the race? Uh, Sovereign Fund uh, draws wise, came up with 17. Uh, the unbeaten, uh, another Snowden two-year-old. Uh, that hurts him, doesn't it? I mean, 17's never good in any race. Yeah, I think so. Um, funnily enough, the wide barriers have got a very good record in this race. They stack up just as well as the, the inside draws do. The configuration in this Gold Coast track at the moment is perhaps different given that you know, they've still got that training track on the outside, so it's not as wide as what it was. We saw on Saturday that um, you know, leaders had a big advantage there on Saturday. Whether that stays the same remains to be seen, but um, you would just sort of think that he's got to be getting used sovereign fund from, from the gate to try and find a spot. Um, but there, there's other speed drawn out. Why, like XL Dior's drawn out there, will have to go forward. Miss Cooter's drawn out there, I think. You know, they, they won't try and ride her 
cold again that didn't work the other day, even though it wasn't by design. I think they want to use her speech. So they'll be foot to the floor early and spread them out, and that gives horses like Sovereign Fund and Empire of Japan their chance to, to get in and, and um, get their chance. Mm, absolutely. Uh, the track on Saturday, uh, you mentioned it played a little bit on speed there at the weekend. If we get that little shower of rain, uh, rail out a metre from the 9.50 mm. to the 3.50 and then true the remainder, what could we forecast as far as a potential pattern on the day? Well, it had been, um, you know, obviously had a couple of weeks break leading into last Saturday, but the trend had been that they were getting to the outside fence. Um, in those last couple of meetings I had at the coast, they wanted nothing to do with the, the rail. And that tends to be the situation at the Gold Coast when they do get rain. You want to get well away from the rail. But even so, it's still an advantage to be on speed. Um, the one race that has bucked that trend has been uh, the Magic Millions Guineas. I think the last two winners, King of Sparta, came from nowhere last year. And the previous year, AIM and uh, the horse that placed at a new market of Kieran Mars. Um, they were second last and last on the turn and, run, and ran one too. So, you know, Tempo's obviously got a lot to do with it, but I, still, I just feel like Gold Coast is definitely a track where you, you want to be in the firing line. Mm. Uh, one horse that's been able to make the field, uh, there was a lot of talk about Empress of Wonder, mm. whether uh, she would get in or not. Um, gee, that was an incredible run in the Callaway Gale. Definitely should have won, but uh, another poor draw. However, if that... Uh, that pattern does eventuate where they're coming down the middle. Empress of Wonder, Sovereign Fund, they won't be as badly treated as we're sort of letting on if that does eventuate. Yeah, yeah. They would have desperately loved a, a kind of draw for her, I think, just to try and let her land in front of in front of a few more than what she, she did there at Eagle Farm. It was, as you said, it was an incredible effort. And similarly, she, she gave away a start at Flemington and powered home as well. She's obviously a, a real talent, but... You just look at that and you just know it's going to look ugly in the run at, uh, for a good part of the race. So she definitely needs a, a, a run-on pattern for, for this race to, to 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 be able to reel them in. The uh, debut two-year-old plate, the Magic Millions, the debut, it's, uh, it's going to be a tricky one, an interesting one to line the form up where we've got to work out these trials, don't we? Yeah, I've just gone and done all of those this morning. I think the first thing I'd say is that I feel as though they need to tweak the the conditions. That was documented last week. It seems a bit odd that a horse that's won two trials down in your part of the woods, including a, a trial in the session, that horses who were beaten in that session get a start ahead of him doesn't seem quite right. So I'd, I'd love to or her, sorry, I'd love to see those conditions tweaked just to ensure we do get the best field in a race like this. I can see it's not easy um, in terms of coming up with with a set of conditions that's going to please everyone, but um, I would have thought that horses winning a city trial um, should get a preference over uh, over some of the others that have got a start. Be that as it may... It's going to be a really interesting one for punters to line up. The market's nice and short on on Getty, isn't it? Um, this guy was he was pushed out and was impressive at the end. Came away to win the trial, but was he that much more impressive than say Rachel was in the the same set of heats? Um, you know, it's a, I feel as though it's possibly more depth to it than that. But you've got the the Snowdens training Getty, and that obviously makes him an appealing prospect for, for market framers and, and then punters to follow. But I, I'm interested to see what the market does. I think it's a bit more wide open than just a $2.40 favourite. And you're referring to Steel City, um, which has mm. won two trials and uh, is currently an emergency. She's currently 
one, two, three, third emergency. Uh, is there somewhere we can read the conditions for this race? Is there something I'd have that's to, been I'd published? have to follow that up. Um, yeah. You know, I've been critical of conditions here for qualifying for Queensland. Right? We had a situation earlier in the year, a, a rich race was put on earlier in the season, and um, we had horses who'd won trials in Sydney except for that, and they were balloted out in favour of horses who'd been beaten 100 yards in a, in a race up here. So I was critical of that at the time. Um I'd just like to see them get it a little bit right. It needs only two scratchings ahead of it, Steel City, because obviously Lemiro ran on Saturday and is ineligible for this race now, the first emergency. So they need two scratchings, and I suspect if they did get the scratchings, the $6 that's being bet at the moment would um, trim up appreciably. Nathan, uh, good to chat. Uh, looking forward to it all unfolding uh, Saturday, and, of course, the sales continue during the week. Yeah, and then it just gets bigger and better next year, Luke, with the two races going to $3 million, um, and then the year after, uh, the two-day, the Friday, Saturday, doubleheader worth $20 million in 2025, including that $3 million slot race for three-year-olds at 1,100 metres. So it is the benchmark here in Queensland, Magic Millions. It's an amazing event, and um, everyone associated with it deserves to be congratulated because it is quite a phenomenon on and off the track. Have a good week, Nathan. Cheers, mate.